0: And then let's read from 18 to 22. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. The like figure, so baptism is the like figure. <laughs> the key words there, the Church of Christ wants to debate, and they like to run to number 20, verse 20 there. The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. And they say, ah, salvation's in the water. No, it ain't because it tells you in parentheses that it's not. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So you can just set the parentheses aside and read it this way. The like figure wherein to even baptism doth also now save us by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that like figure is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He died, he was buried, and he rose again. And I know that we've dealt in the past around an Easter Sunday or so, and we've dealt specifically a whole message along the resurrection of Christ. Of course, it finishes out with who has gone to heaven, who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you and praise you for the day and for the word of God and for the foundation and uh, Lord for the truths of the word of God. I pray that you will help us to rightly divide the word of truth and uh, Lord to preach it in truth and in love and I pray and ask that uh, Holy Spirit of God would take the Preach word of God and just uh, prick hearts and souls concerning men's and women's salvation, boys and girls, that they will see themselves in darkness and, 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 and as a sinner, Lord, in need of a Savior. Amen. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you. We ask and pray that you'll guide and direct them the camp this week. Help everyone as they travel. Watch over and give us grace and travel and mercies. And uh, Lord, use us all. And, and uh, Lord, help us to uh, be revived in our souls and our spirits. And we ask and pray these things in Christ's name. Amen, amen. So, um, I think the last time we actually dealt with that conscience uh, that we read there in verse number 21, and we dealt with some of that because we've seen that in verse number 16 as well having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be uh, ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. And we dealt with the conscience. And the conversation and having a right conscience and right spirit uh, toward, toward Christ in our conversation. And I think that's the last time that we were in 1 uh, Peter. That's what we dealt with. All right. And so verse number 17, for it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. And we dealt with that a couple of different times. We mentioned it, and of course, going back to chapter number 2 and talking about suffering for doing Right and how that, that's much better. And then then he, get, he leaves that verse. Of course, Mr. Schofield puts his two cents in between 17 and 18. And lots of times that will throw you off if you use the Schofield Bible. Just make sure that you read it you know, together, 17 and 18. For it is better if, if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing for Christ also hath once suffered. So Christ again, when we've dealt with this before in chapter two, Him being our example uh, there. Um, where was it at? Verse number twenty-one of chapter two. For even hereunto ye were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow His steps. And so, so there is suffering. And uh, I was in a conversation with a daughter, and we were talking about the tribulation. And um, you know, she said that her and her husband and others have studied the tribulation as to see pre or tri- tri- pre or mid, and uh, and then you know the word tribulation uh, that we would uh, uh, enter into, and then suffering uh, suffering is there as well, and uh, you know those that have suffered for the Lord, um, I mean, really suffered more. <laughs> more than just getting cussed at or a door slammed in your face when you try to hand somebody a track or a track wadded up in front of you and thrown down on the ground. I'm talking suffering for the Lord. Uh, those that were beaten with stripes. I'm talking about those that were sawing a son, those that we read about in Hebrews chapter 11, suffering. They're at the end of that chapter. And there are people today in this world, 2022, 20, that suffers for the Lord. Muslim countries. Uh, a lot of time in Africa and Indonesia. Uh, there was a, um, you know, we hear of. Uh, I'm trying to think of Solomon. I say Alawabi. I never had met him, but I did read he, or hear his testimony on a tape. And, uh, but uh, I think he, he came to America to go to Bible college, but he went back to Nigeria. That's where he's from. I had to, had to say all that to get the, work, the, the country out. But, you know, in recent years even, Nigerian churches, while they're in congregation, be surrounded and, and the church set on fire. And Brother Turk, the elder Brother Turk, Brother Lewis uh, Turk, talked about the same in Indonesia, in those Muslim communities where churches will be assembled inside the church. And the church is set on fire. and People die and, and suffer before, for Christ's sake and for the gospel's sake. And uh, so that happens in this world. We don't see a lot of it here, uh, you know, per se. Uh, there are suffering businessmen that have been taken to, to court over uh, having some, you know, standing on their own values and not not making a cake that went against their 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 values. But then, you know, having lose and having to make resi- uh, paid restitution uh, to that crowd. Uh, which is really sad that it come down to that uh, that uh, but again, here it is you know having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evil doers they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ and shame is coming their way and like brother he made the statement brother uh, Tim in, in Sunday school, we know their end, and that is one of the things that we need to keep how sad it is but when we suffer for Christ, when we suffer for our good con- conscience, and when we suffer for our conversation, uh, to know what their end is, and not to be bitter against them necessarily as a as a human, because we, that really should break our hearts, because we know what their end is if they don't turn. And we know, and we've read... Uh, here recently even, about vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. And that's hard, that's hard, that's hard, I know, that's hard. I understand vigilante films. I understand vigilante mindset. I understand Joab. I really do, I really do. I understand that mindset. You know, you hear of uh, the various... um, Crimes let's just put it that way. I won't go to any specific crimes around the nation, crimes against families, crimes against you know wives and children and, and 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 the flesh that was dealt with this morning in the in the Sunday school wants to rise up if that was me, this is what I do, and that was that's our words i right. you know, take a ball bat You're saying that's our words that's our That's our flesh. It rises up. But then, like was pointed out with David, lots of times it's just, whoa, hang on. Wait. (laughs) Slow down. And then, as was pointed out in the Sunday school, the men's Sunday school, how that many times, you know, and when we dealt with, you know, touching not God's anointed in one thing or another, and said, no, we're not going to do it. He kept his men from doing it. He said, just in his time, he had patience. And lots of times, time will take care of things. And if you'll just back up and hold on, remember Romans chapter 12 when he says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And just let go and let God stand back and watch, Then, then they will be, as it says right there, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse you. They will be ashamed. They will suffer, not at our hands, but at God's hands. And like we read there this morning in Ezekiel, when he spoke of Sodom there, as, as he put it, and I thought it was a pretty good way of put it, God speaking, therefore I took them away as I saw good. That's God. When God does it, He does it completely. (laughs) When God does it, He does it justly. And when He saw good to take care of Sodom and Gomorrah as He did, it was complete, it was just. He got the just out. And he handled it. Lots of times when we suffer, Brother Bell, are we going to suffer? I don't know what tomorrow holds. I know who holds tomorrow. Help us to be reminded that he is in control. Help us to be reminded here that we may suffer for our good conversation. We may be falsely accused. As they falsely accused Christ and trumped up charges against them, in fact, it was even mentioned this morning or tonight one of the two that that's exactly how washington you know that bunch I was mentioned tonight that bunch in washington he goes he said how can this man be falsely accused and taken to court and then turned out that he's innocent but then because they have taken him to court and run his name through the mud then you know his reputation has been tarnished even though you know, they, don't, they make much of the trial in the news, but they don't make much of the acquittal. They don't make much of the innocence. That don't ever make the headlines. Only the trial and his accusations make the headlines. And he's not guilty, but on the other hand, a dude that's guilty as an egg sucking dog, <laughs> when you go out and, he's, and you catch him actually eating eggs, puts his tail between his legs and gets that look on his face. He's getting ready to get beat. I mean caught red-handed. They get off. And the righteous, and then David even in the Psalms, says, I wonder about that. How come it is that the evildoers seem to prosper? That was a question in David's heart, David's mind. We sing a song that's kind of in there too. We don't understand that. How, how is it that they seem to, you know, the, the prosper? And we don't. Because it's, it's suffering. We're going to enter into Christ's suffering. And then there's, there's historically, there's historic figures, the Christians that have suffered at the hands of men. And they count it all joy. The Bible tells us to count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. To count it joy. To be humbled by that, to say thank you, Lord, that I am entering into sufferings for Your namesake. That's tough. <laughs> that's not a. That's a hard pill to swallow. But men have swallowed that pill, and suffered for Christ anyway. So that's all there. So Christ also have suffered. Have, hath once suffered for sins the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Uh, one commentator talked about the, the phrasing there, how that, that humanity and, and his, his, his humanity, and we are in the humanity part of Christ on Wednesday nights, how his humanity and his Spirit, as his flesh and his Spirit were separated here, he put to death in the flesh but quickened by the Spirit. But we know that he raised up. And again, I don't necessarily agree because uh, what he said about uh, uh, some next verses. And this is a Baptist writer of old. And uh, I'm like, where does he get that from? Anyway, but um, but we, we see that there is in the wording here in Peter a separation. He was put to death in the flesh but quickened by the Spirit. Uh, and then he also did go by his own uh, power he laid down his life no man took it from him and by his own power he raised up again again he's getting ready to make much of the resurrection here and so by which also he went and preached to, unto the spirits in prison now there's and he, this guy was way off on it I was like what he had him preaching to the people in Noah's age and I'm like Anyone anyway, turn with me to Luke chapter 16. Or while you're turning to Luke 16, I'm going to read this. Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Think about that. Luke chapter 16, we all know this. In verse 19, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at the gate, at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in his flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. And likewise, Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. So that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they come from, uh, uh, pass to us. They would come from thence. And I've heard preached and, and taught, been taught that prior to the death of Jesus Christ, when the Old Testament saints died, they went to the inner parts, apparently. There was an inner part of the earth. We know that hell is there, hell is beneath, the Bible tells us. There's torments in the flames, as we read about the rich man here. But there was a great gulf fixed. Wherever this great gulf, they could see each other. They could talk to each other. But in this one part of death, he said he was comforted. There was comfort. Some people give it the... the uh, phrase paradise, give it the, the position of paradise. It says he died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. So let's just say Abraham's bosom. Wherever Abraham's bosom was, it was a place of comfort. Right. And the rich man was in a place of torment. Amen. And when we read there that he he the Bible tells us there in, in first peter that he preached to those to the unto the spirit in prisons and based on again this is what i've been taught based on hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for old testament saints heard about the coming messiah they were justified by faith by works and by faith it was counted to them for righteousness, but they wasn't, they didn't, they wasn't carried. There was a, a resurrection that happened at the time of Jesus' resurrection. The saints got up out of the ground, the Bible tells us. We just read that a few weeks ago. Amen. They showed themselves in the city. The Bible also talks about leading captivity captive. He took people with him. And when he preached to them in prison, He wasn't preaching to those that had died lost. That it was in hell. That there is no hope for them to come to Christ. He was preaching for them that had put their faith in something that was hoped for. They heard the Messiah. It was in the future. And that's another thing. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. They didn't have a preacher. They just had prophets. And they had the scripture and the prophets that said, look, there's a Messiah coming. A promise is coming. There's a promise coming. And when when the promise came, he died. He said, it is finished. He fulfilled the law in his life. And then he died and he went to preach and he preached in the prison to those that had been waiting. And they heard. And their faith was made sight. And that's the way that I've always... And then there is no paradise anymore. Because Paul later in his writing says to be absent from the body is now to be present with the Lord. He sits on the right-hand side of the Lord. He is... I mean, it's because of his resurrection, which we see in our text of Scripture here, uh, in our text how that it all... Because the... You know, the sentences keep going here. By which he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient. And we look at Noah, that got drunk. We look at David that committed adultery. We look at all these Old Testament saints, if you want to put it that way. They sometimes were disobedient. <laughs> but they they... They had uh, their faith was counted unto them for righteousness, Abraham, David, and they were waiting for the coming of the Messiah. They were sometimes disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, we're saved by water. And I think that that kind of goes with that long-suffering too. And the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. God said, I want to destroy the earth. God, God, And God told Noah how long of a time span it was going to be. Before, he, or at least he said in the Bible, we knew how much time span... It was going to be before he destroyed the earth, and then it, it, the destruction came, and he waited, his long suffering of God, and and that just really struck me this morning how that Noah's brothers and sisters died, and out of all of the hundreds, thousands. Millions of people. They're talking, there's what, seven, almost eight billion people on the earth today. They were people that kind of figure things out, felt that there could have been that kind of a population back then. Very close to it. You just think of I I often you and when I was teaching through Genesis I, I used brother Hall as a, as kind of an example Here's two brother and sister Hall and they had three of their three there's six seven, I'm sorry sorry 7 6 13 and 5 18 then there's 18 grandkids and I've lost count of the 18 grandkids uh, just on our side. Now there's 14 will be in October. And I believe Tammy and Steve's got about that. And Ben and Amber, I mean Ben and Angie, they still haven't started. They haven't even started on grandkids. And that's coming from brother and sister Hall in just four generations. Four levels. And if they keep expanding and keep expanding and keep expanding. And these men had children, bare sons and daughters for hundreds of of years then the population could have been great and it really struck me because of that great population how that just the one son of all those men from Seth to Noah just one believe God just one followed the precepts of God there might have been others But as far as the lineage that we look at, that godly seed, and when it's talking about the sons of God, it wasn't talking about angels coming down and having affairs with daughters of men. No, it was talking about that lineage at the beginning of chapter 5. Those that look to God, look to his teachings, look to his precepts, followed after God. Walked with God, the Bible tells of Enoch, and the Bible tells of Noah. Enoch was not, because God took him. Whew. But when you get to looking at, at that, and, you, and of course, you know, that little, that little flock, that, that small remnant, and you look at as it was in the days of Noah, as we look around us today, corruption all around yeah. vain imaginations <sighs> Elon Musk He's been in the news a whole lot lately. Right. Some things I was like, okay, I can get that. I agree with you. Other things I'm like but One of the things he said that I, I don't know when it was, I've seen the seen the interview the other day. I don't know how what time it was, but he was talking about how dangerous AI was. And this is coming from an engineering mind. He said, it's dangerous. Of course, there's been the sci-fi, the science fiction that says, you know, about the computers taking over and all that other stuff. But I'm just saying, when they got computers that can learn and Engineering mind says it's dangerous, it's dangerous. No telling him what we might see before he comes to take us on. Like Enoch. (laughs) We just was not. Because God took us. What a blessing. But, so he, he preached to the spirits in prison. And then... Uh, they were saved by water, the like figure, that water. They went into the ark. See, there's so much of a picture there. The, the materials for the ark pictures Christ. The, the slime on the outside pictures Christ. One door pictures Christ. Three levels pictures the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mercy. Noah and his children, his family being on the ark and the door left open. Mercy. But then when God shut the door and wrath fell, and you see those photographs and those pictures of the flood where... It starts to rain and the flood happens and people, you know, and the the ark starts to lift and people are at the top of the mountain reaching for the ark. No, it didn't happen that way. Sudden destruction. The windows of heaven just broke loose. They didn't know what hit come upon them when the wrath and the judgment of God came upon them. But... Noah and his family was safe in the ark. And we're going to escape destruction when we're safe in Jesus Christ. We have gotten into the single door. I am the door. The like figure we're into, even baptism doth now also save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. A good conscience toward God is your faith, your belief in the only begotten Son of God. When he says, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth, and you believe that, you believe the scripture concerning the gospel, there's your good conscience toward Him. Faith, repentance toward God, Acts 20, 21 Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. We've dealt with that before. We believe the scriptures. And we've exercised our belief to the scriptures. And that is what it's about. Um, by, let's see, of a, the, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto Him. If He hadn't got up, and we dealt with this at length when we dealt with the resurrection, if He hadn't got up, our faith would have been in vain. Let's see. Didn't write it down, but we'll just go there. If I can find it. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 15. We were already there. For I delivered unto you first of all, or I mentioned it a minute ago, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all he was seen of me also, as one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, and am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me, Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believed. That good conscience. Now, if Christ be preached, that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our our preaching vain? And your faith also is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, yet are ye in your sins. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If then, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, a man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. It's about the resurrection. You can't stop at the death and burial, he had to have gotten up. He had to conquer death, and he did. And because he did, then we can live again. We can experience eternal life. We can have everlasting life in Christ. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming, then cometh the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father... When he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that he shall be dest- that shall be destroyed is death, for he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is expected, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him then shall the son, of, uh, son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead, if the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptized for the dead? And why stand we in jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily." If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what, ad, uh, what advan, advantageeth it me? Advantage, uh, me. it me. If the dead rise not, let us eat and drink, for the morrow we die. Be not deceived, evil communications, corrupt good manners, await wait to righteousness, and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Verse 31 just mentioned that I die daily, and he deals with... The things that he he's dealt with fight, fighting beasts and so on and so forth, he's not about not talking about crucifying the flesh daily, although it's preached that way. He's talking about look, every day I get up, I face death. Right. I mean, I have been beaten, I have fought beast, I have been in the deep, <laughs> I have been stoned for the gospel's sake, and he goes, I expect every day that I get up and, and serve the Lord, I expect to die. And he goes, what advantage is it to me if there's no resurrection? The only, way, the only thing that keeps me going when these things come on my life is I know that there's a resurrection. And that's what he's saying. And then back in our text, just finishing up the, the, the text itself. It's by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, colon, who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God. We, talked, we just read there in, in, in verse, chapter 15 of uh, 1 Corinthians about those things being him subduing those things, and we see it here in Peter's writing. Angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. He has power. As he sits down on the right hand side of the Father. Now we finished up that chapter. So, all right, so we'll be, yes, sir. Uh, Yes. uh, Paradise? Yes. Uh, We believe that paradise was in the earth back then. Right. Yes. and he worked with the witch in our. He said, What well, would you have me do? It. He said, Call up Samuel. What did he say? Call him down. Right. And if you read that closer, the next five verses says, Call him up three times. So, and they wasn't even at the gravesite. Right. He'd already been dead a while. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. A great dog, pictures, two Pockets. Parts, yeah, compartments. Abraham. Right. Right. I believe that. As we read there in Luke 16. Yes, sir. Right. That's <coughs> good. And he went and preached, he went and preached, I'm here, I've accomplished it, i finished it. And they didn't get up until after he got up, that's in the scriptures as well. Right. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right, so we'll be dismissing the word of prayer, we're we'll not have a song of invitation tonight, but if we can get all the red books gathered up and we'll throw some of the others Few of the others in in case we want to do a little quartet or something like that, but the totes here on the front and we'll get that all gathered up and get it all down there. Yes, sir. One more comment for those of you <laughs> driving, you better fill up here because it gets worse as you go down the line. Yes. Yeah. Uh if you pay attention to the price. Oklahoma is the f uh, a week ago, Oklahoma was the fourth uh cheapest in the nation. So so anyway, yeah, California was probably the worst. Yeah, most expensive in the nation. So yeah, that's a good word. Cross before you at least you fill up before fill up before you cross the te- the line, and then fill up when you get back into Texas. We used to do that in North Carolina. North Carolina had a, a great big gas tax, and when I learned that in our travels, when we especially when we was going to Virginia, but we go through North Carolina, I would fill up right before I crossed into North Carolina and Tennessee so I wouldn't have to pay North Carolina's gas tax and then I'd fill up when I got to Virginia but I tried not to get gas in North Carolina for that reason so all right that's good good words all right let's be dismissed the word of prayer Heavenly Father thank you for the day and for the word of God and for the resurrection Lord I thank you that you're on the right hand and you have subdued all things and they're under your feet and Lord we have a Advocate with the Father uh, there in heaven. I thank you, Lord, for your intercession on our behalf, according Amen. to the scriptures, the intercession of the Holy Spirit, Amen. according to the scriptures. And what a blessing it is to know and to, be, uh, to have those promises, Lord, when we face persecution, Lord, for our conscience, uh, and uh, we face, uh, for, face persecution, Lord, for our conversation, Lord. I pray that we will help to just reflect back upon these scriptures and uh, Lord, to see the examples in the Word of God uh, before us and help us, Lord, to handle things accordingly and to count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations and when persecution comes our way. I pray and ask that you would uh, just guide and direct, help each of us as we travel. I pray that you keep all vehicles running properly and, uh, Lord, keep all hazards off the road from in front of us. Help us have traveling mercies there and back. Bless the weak, we pray, and we ask and pray these things in Christ's name and for his sake. Amen, amen.